At long last, it's been some time and everyone is exi- anxiously waiting. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Hoops Fiend, the podcast that is most likely to celebrate the return of Orlando Magic's Jonathan Isaac. We've been <laughs> waiting. If you've been a fan of this pod, I think on two different occasions we've called out just how absolutely ridiculous it is how long it's been since this man has played a game. We even found out that if you just search Jonathan Isaac into Google, the first search is, where is Jonathan Isaac? But as innocuous as that information may be, we actually have a job to do on this pod. Year after year, we come in and we talk about our all-star picks, and we realize that most of the time, it's really just the same few guys, and we debate about how good they are, who actually is going to be the pick, but our co-host Riley came in hot with a new fresh take about how we're going to go ahead and bring in these players that gets us an opportunity to catch up on the league, an opportunity to have some fun here. Riley, why don't you go ahead and break down how this is going to look for us? Yeah, so I thought we'd do it a little bit differently instead of just keeping going back and forth and listing off the same names. And we're going to make it a little bit more fun. Um, so what we're going to do is John, Steve, and myself are going to be entered into a random snake draft and draft each side of the conference. So those are the all-star starters. So uh, three backcourt, three frontcourt players and two backcourt players, and then an additional guard forward and two utility players for any position on the bench for each, co- each conference. Then what we're going to do is uh, sometime off the, off the pod, we're going to put all of these rosters into 2K, sim the entire thing, and we're going to see which team actually ends up coming out victorious at the end of all this. So kind of almost like we're a little bit GMing this entire thing, just like we're Durant and uh, LeBron. And I love the it. Third one, Curry. Can I be Curry? <laughs> no, you can be um, Darius Garland. Why, why is he captain? Because <laughs> he was just like the first name I thought of. <laughs> what was? Can someone correct me? What was the? Who was the player left on the board? When it was, I think, two seasons ago, when like right before the All Star game, Harden left the Nets to go to the Sixers, and oh, yeah, I guess it was, I guess it was last year, which is crazy. Yeah, and like it was Durant picking, and he just like had to hold up, like, and LeBron had to hold up something in front of his face to stop laughing about him not picking Harden. Well, it, was, it was Rudy, yeah. who no one liked him Rudy. either. So. Yeah, that's why it was so funny because no one fucks with Rudy. <laughs> Maybe the two least liked stars in the league. It was awesome. Um, all right, so let me get. Uh, the order going here. So I just put all three of our names into random list order. It's going to be a snake draft. So first team is obviously going to get the first pick, then second, and then the third pick is third and fourth pick are going to go to the third person. So without further ado, random order. First pick is going to be myself. Oh, second pick. Oh, all right. Someone, let's get some, let's get a supervisor watching this guy. Is that really what it says? Oh my God. What are you guys like fucking the... <laughs> The stop the steal people. <laughs> all right. The uh, um, all right. So it's myself and then Steve and then John, which I think it just worked out great for everybody. Right. Some uh, would say, yeah. Um, in the east or west? Uh, up to you guys. I don't know. As a as a humble uh GM of this, I will. I'm open to anything. What's the most fun? What do you guys think is the most competitive conference? I actually think the East was harder than the West. I don't know. Agreed. If do so should we start with West, then go East? Let's do that. Let's do that. Sure. Sure. Yeah, um, I, uh, I do want to hop into Riley and just say, I think this idea is awesome, too, because 
it just gives us a way to actually like talk about the players a little bit. No, than, than just being like, oh yeah, like Steps an All Star, like clearly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So if, exactly. You can talk about where we had them, what we had them in our starting lineup. If we had them on our bench and we didn't have them at all, it'll be a little more fun. So I'm looking forward to get this going. Yep, I agree. All right, I th- I think these first couple picks are going to be relatively easy. So starting off in the West here. Um, I have a lot of different players to choose from. I think I'm going to keep this one pretty chalk and just pick Jokic for my first uh, member of the starting backcourt. Yeah, he's the uh, I know he's John's favorite player. Back-to-back MVP should be probably MVP this year. Um, I actually think it'd be so freaking funny if he was the all-star captain and he was like picking a bunch of players <laughs> and he was like fourth pick. <laughs> John? Kind of, he should be the, I don't fourth like pick. Him. LeBron, it, it, I think it, he is Lakers. It would just be so funny to like have him up there because like LeBron and Durant, they've been doing it forever, and like they definitely mesh with those inside the NBA guys. So it'd be <laughs> funny to have him up there, who's like has like no personality for like media yeah. persons whatsoever. He's just like, I don't know how this works. <laughs> well, I just picture Jokic too. Like, who is? Jaron Jackson. He has no clue. He would have no clue. Yeah. He just gets exposed on live camera that he's just playing pickup night after night. I don't know Halliburton. Halliburton? That was fun. That's the next spin they should do. But I do I do like the way that the NBA does it. That's a blast to tune into each year. Yeah, it is it's just annoying that it's always Katie and LeBron. Like they're not even Katie's not even like healthy and LeBron. He's having an awesome season, but they're in like 18th place. Like, why can't yeah. I, I? I think it should just be like the best player on like the one seed or something. Should just be the captain. Yeah. That'd be cool. the uh, the less relevant that LeBron's become in terms of like winning championships, the more frequent that he's just been rifling off tweets. He's been tweeting about Shannon Sharp, Dylan Brooks. He's just getting LeBron's out there getting involved. He, I, love, I love when the well, I love when the NFL playoffs come around and LeBron's like, "Woo, Joe Burrow!" Yeah, I love. Right. I love how this conversation about Jokic just strayed so far off of Jokic because there's really no need to debate it, and it's yeah. crazy that he's like gonna win MVP again. <laughs> like he's just that good. I'm so happy for it. Yeah, um, same. All right, Steve, you're up with the second pick. Yeah, I don't love having to do this, but. You can't not go Luca here. I mean, I don't like his case for MVP personally, considering I just don't think Dallas is very good. But you can't deny his numbers when you're going and picking an all-star. And he's literally making history with the numbers he's putting up this season. He's the only good player on Dallas. Everything they do is because of him, even though it's not top of the West level like the Nuggets. But you have to go Luca here. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. That makes sense. Oh, it's yeah. tough too. It's gonna be his like. It's gonna be his most impressive year. It's very sad to see that realization come true as you're just watching him absolutely destroy the Knicks. I think the game when he forced overtime and wanted overtime around Christmas is when I was like, okay, if he wins MVP, I'm content. It's not my vote, but this guy's having his personal best season after watching that game. Yeah, he he's as as of right now he's averaging thirty seven points a game. No, that can't be right. It's not that high. No, it? no, no. That's his win shares. It's just okay. 70, 30 point, 34 points a game. It's just too late for me. We, we'd have to stop the pot if that was true. Yeah. Was I mean, Embiid's averaging like 36. <laughs> Stupid. 
very, very crazy. All right. Well, this was best case scenario because now we get to go back to back. So. Oh, yeah. I love this. Um, I guess my <laughs> when I realized, you know, just moments ago that I'm going back to back, I was like, hmm, does it matter who I do at three and who I do at four? But it does because – now, you're mentioning just being on a winning team, and it's not like this team's doing that much better. But I'm gonna go with Steph Curry at at the third overall pick. Asshole. Like, yeah, I like that. Please, good. I were, were you a fan? No, this is I I, I don't want to do this anymore. This is fa- I mean, fake fan. You took Luca over Steph. I don't know. You don't missed know. them, dude. You just yeah. missed your shot. That's your. That's I didn't on think, you. I thought there was zero chance in hell you'd pick them. <laughs> You got it, dude. So oh. I'm going to go Steph with the three. You know, he's missed 15 games this year, but even despite him being out, I think he's actually having, like, his one of his best seasons in the time he's gotten to play. So you have to go with Steph. And then someone that he's played against a couple times, you know, even a few times in the finals, I'm going to go with number four with LeBron James. Okay, thank God. I, I would have been pissed if you didn't take LeBron because then I would have had to, and it would have just been the worst day of my life. Yeah, you got to go with LeBron. Again, too, he's going to – all that hype for just putting up the numbers he is at his age. But the fact of the matter is, he's just keeping this team afloat. Yeah, John just hit the most casual, <laughs> casual draft players. Not even trying to Steph, get a little uh, bit freaky with this. Well, so it's interesting. Yeah, it I, don't know, I don't know if you guys had the same opinion I did when we were going like through this and putting together your own teams. I like tried to find a way to like not make LeBron a starter because obviously he's going to be a starter in real life. But I was like, does he truly deserve it? Um, being on like the 13th seed in the West, but like there's actually like not really many good forwards. For forwards, yeah, yeah, I agree. Like if you if I could have put a bunch of guards in the starting lineup, sure, I could have made a reason to not start LeBron, but I think you just have to. Yeah, what's funny is when like they first opened up the All Star um ballot submissions, I pretty much consistently kept the same players in from like from open to now. Uh, but the only difference was I had Davis isn't at the starting uh, spot. And now, I mean, it's funny that they just like rotated out Lakers players for Lakers players because Davis, obviously, I don't think deserves a starting spot anymore. And LeBron is on a tear. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That made sense for me. Uh, and it's funny too. Like, I, a lot of people, especially with, we're going to get to it with the East, like the traditional all-star rules of having to put players out there position actually benefits LeBron where in the East it is not benefiting those guys so needing to place in a forward is huge for LBJ yeah for sure All right, Steve. yeah so here um, this is a tough spot to be in because I think there's more worthy picks than this player but I'm trying to build a team here and like we just talked about there's no depth at the forward spot I think there's way more depth at the guard spot and I think you just have to pick Sabonis. I think Sabonis is the only other worthy forward. I think he's going to start in this real all-star game coming up. He's having a monster season. The Kings are the three seed in the West at this point, which is absolutely insane. He's averaging, I think it's like 17 points, a lot of rebounds, and eight assists per game, like nearly a triple-double, nearly Jokic-type numbers. Obviously not nearly as good, but diet Jokic, you could call it. And he's just been awesome, a huge reason why the Kings have been good. The Halliburton trade get a lot of slander, especially from people on this podcast. But it's really worked for both sides. The Kings turned it's out incredible. They, turned out they knew what they were doing for once. Yeah, he, he's currently averaging uh nineteen, thirteen, and seven. Crazy. So 
Pretty good. Leading yeah. the lead, leading the league in rebounds actually right now. Yeah, he no, he's definitely that's a great pick. I, I was actually thinking I was going to be able to get him. So good, good snag there. Since they have the three seed, like that trade has made them not only like in the playoffs, but they're like they're right at the top of the best of them. I don't know if that'll if that'll last. I kind of equate them to like the Grizzlies maybe from last year. They're still so far away, but it's incredible. I, I don't know. I mean, is it wrong for me to be like, this is the Kings? And like, even though right now they may be the three seed, it would not surprise me if like come April, it's like, wait, they're in like the play-in game? Like, how did that happen? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I don't see them keeping it up this high at this point. But that's honestly, that only adds to the candidacy of him and a guy we'll talk about later, I'm sure, De'Aaron Fox at one point. Like, it's really impressive what those guys have been able to do with this team. I don't think they'll keep it up, but you have to acknowledge it at this point. There is like sure. I do feel like how they could lose that spot is because there's so many like there's like the Warriors are still like towards the bottom I think they're the tenth seed right now still, but I feel like that's going to be rectified and changed. So and the team like the Kings will have to start the drought. Well, it's crazy. The West like the Sacramento has a two game lead on New Orleans for the three and four spot, but then New Orleans is three and a half games ahead of Portland for the uh the twelfth seed. Like so. The games separating these teams, like a couple of weeks, can change the entire standings and landscape of the West if you have one bad winning streak or one bad losing streak. So the Kings just lose like four games in a row. They just might be the tenth seed. Like that's just yep. it. All right. Um, so I got two picks here, and I'm actually very glad this worked out because I'm gonna take two guys who are forever intertwined um at picks, at players, at rankings at in the NBA. So First pick I'm taking um, as John Morant as my starting guard. And my other forward here is going to be Zion. Um, I don't really, I don't think there's that much to say here. Zion, while he's been injured, I, I feel like if he's healthy enough to go, probably will be a starter because of how great he has been. And he's just super popular in a human highlight reel. So fun to watch. Um, John Morant continues to be. Um, one of the be- better point guards in the game. He r- commands like the Grizzlies, who are just consistently on prime time. Everybody loves them. They're literally on TV right now. Um, and I feel like while everyone doesn't really mess with the Grizzlies that much, everyone still loves John Morant and watching his sick dunks. And it would be a crime not to have his sick dunks like starting in the All Star game. No, yeah, I mean the the Western guard rotation is absolutely insane and impossible to actually yeah. the guys who are going to really start in the game. It's it's impossible. John Moran, yeah. the typical guy you, like you said, you want in the starting lineup for the All-Star game. And then Zion, if he was healthy, he'd be a lock for a starting spot. That's the only question there for him. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, two studs, two guys, like you said, will probably have a lot of chemistry in the All-Star game if they get to play each other. I hope Zion is back in time for it. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. Um, All right. Oh, what's up? No, I apologize, Stephen. Oh, you're good. Uh, my next pick, I'm glad I get to make this pick because, believe it or not, on record, I have him starting in this All-Star game over John Morant and over Stephen Curry, even though I'm the oh. expert Stephen Curry fan. But SGA is really the greatest player, I think, in the NBA I've ever seen in my entire life. His season that he's having, I mean, you can – shout you could bring up the numbers and be like oh like his numbers uh talk for themselves like it's amazing what he's doing he's averaging 30 points 
five rebounds, five assists, a block, a steal as a guard, whatever. That's amazing. But he's literally – the Thunder are good, and it's insane. Nobody could have ever predicted that the Thunder would be in the mix for a playoff spot without Chet, without a lot of their guys playing. And you can say for once that he's the reason why he's a winning player. It's not like we're just like at the bottom of the standings here, like let's give credit to SGA. No, I think he truly deserves this spot. And he's – what is his record compared to the Warriors? Let's see. Uh, Golden's, they're literally the same exact record as the Warriors. So – SGA's played in more games than Curry. I'm the Curry guy, but I'm picking SGA here, and I really feel good about this pick. I don't hate it. I, I actually – I really, really do respect it, and that's who one of the guys I was going back and forth with as well. Um, I've continued to be impressed with him. I wonder – I bet Thunder fans are impressed with him. I bet the front office is a little bit too frustrated. They're yeah. like, wait, could you hold off on, like, being this stop. Stuff? <laughs> Um, But, I mean, yeah, dude, he's awesome. I, I do and really enjoy – I like watching him play. And I think one of the craziest things to me about about him is that like I think like you're right, like he averages like thirty-one points a game and he only takes like three threes a game. Like he doesn't yeah. shoot threes that much. He's just consistently driving to the basket and getting fouled and he's playing hard. He plays aggressive. And I there's something about it that's it's really different. It'd be fun if he was an all-star starter. I, I wonder if he will be. How he should be, but his game is so different than so many other players that I would, I think it's almost, you kind of have to play him just to kind of see how it gels on the floor. Yeah. When it, when it's coming down to a vote between a guy like SGA and then John Morant, Luca Steph, he's not going to win the vote. He's not going to, yeah. but to me, I think he actually deserves it almost not over Luca, but over a couple of these guys, he's never going to sniff starting, but he's going to be an all-star this year. And one more thing you didn't mention, I think my favorite part about him is I think he might be the most clutch player in the NBA. He might have taken that from Dame at this point. The guy just hits game winner after game winner after clutch bucket after clutch bucket. Awesome. Yeah. He had a really good streak there towards the start of the season where he was always closing out games. Yeah. Just awesome. I love the guy. Huge moment. If there's ever a moment to highlight this podcast, it's just the countless hours of you loving stuff and then this moment of you Putting this, putting this, this beautiful man just going absolutely crazy this year. Don't, over, Love don't, it. don't overreact, fellow Hoop Beans fans. I Steph's still the guy, but he's been hurt a lot of this year, so I'm giving credit to the guy who's. I like that. And I think that's the reason why I love that we're doing this draft. That is the next name I had. You took SGA right out of my draft order. You got him. Whatever the noise is in fantasy football when you lose your guy, I wish that rang, rang out. <laughs> right uh, looks like they had their eye on him too. too. <laughs> I love that. Right down that list is someone who I think is a really, really impactful difference maker on a playoff team that's taken yet another leap. I have to go with Triple J. I think I'm going to put him right now in as my center. But right now he's pretty much one of the locks in for Depoy and just what's making this Grizzlies team so effective and will help them win when it starts to count in the playoffs. I think we knew just how great he is, but I think he's added a whole new layer to his game. And I always like to kind of get a defensive specialist in there in the all-star team. You know, years past, like, I feel like players like Ben Simmons have gone an all-star election almost just on their defense. So why not do it now with Triple J? Yeah. No, I mean, the- it's the best of both worlds for him, right? Like you said, like Rudy Gobert has earned this spot before. Like, I remember Tyson right. Chandler was an all-star once. Like, JJ has – or Triple J has the defensive of these guys. Plus, he's actually, like, good on offense. He's awesome right. on offense. He's had a huge impact on the Grizz. 
ever since he got back, ever since he saw John T in Italy. I think he's just taken a leap. It might have to do with him. He's like, you know what, shit. I can, <laughs> I can find these guys. Yeah. I think that's just changed who he is, and he's become an awesome player. It's amazing to see the uh, leap in his abilities, because I remember when he first came into the league, he was just always in foul trouble, and now he's turned into a defensive stalwart, which is just yeah. I love him. He's a great player. Right, Absolutely. John, what's your other pick? So right after that, I'm going to go ahead and try to continue to bolster up my guards. And I'm going to go ahead and another player again, as long as I'm on the topic of leaps, someone that I've loved since they come into the league. And the reason why my league pass watches a lot of Kings games, it's for De'Aaron Fox. Oh, damn it. I wanted him. <laughs> yeah, I just love it. I think he's going to pair up really nicely when we throw these teams into 2K. It makes sense. I don't know. Yeah, I think he deserves a little more. I mean, we talked about him briefly when we brought up Sabonis, but just the, the improvement the Kings have made, I think he kind of deserves to be in the most improved player conversation. Yeah, a little bit. for sure. Where he, he turned from a guy who's just like, is this guy even that good? To he wrote him off. Yeah. yeah. He is now clearly an all-star, one of the best point guards in the league. He's one of the best fourth-quarter guards in the league. Like he, I'm pretty sure he leads the NBA in fourth-quarter scoring. I think that's a stat that exists. Um, nobody's gonna yeah. check me on that, but I'm just. Well, if you want clutch points, it's clutch points is like two minutes led less in the fourth quarter. I'm not sure if he's leading in that. Yeah, I think it might be. He could be leading in that too, but I know it's like fourth quarter scoring in general that he just leads league in. But either way, just star and a great pick. Yep, I'm uh I'm jealous of that one for sure. Now I get stuck here because I used my guards already, and this is where we talked about the depth at the. Front court isn't necessarily the greatest in the West. However, I still feel like I'm going to get my guy here who deserves to be here. Deserve he doesn't deserve to be starting in the All Star game, but he's going to be starting for me, and that's Laurie Markin. And no, <laughs> the ascent that Laurie has made this year. Talk about most improved player. I have Shea and I have him. I have the two most improved players in the NBA this year. I'm happy to have the first timers on my starting squad. He, the Jazz have definitely fallen off lately but they're still 500 and it's just amazing what he's been able to do for the team Lori is averaging let's see 25 points a game nine rebounds and he's played good defense shooting 43 percent from three it's just crazy the ascent he's taken this year and it yeah. a good thing the Cavs I mean good thing they took that offer from the Cavs and not RJ from the Knicks look I could have never believed that Lori would be better than RJ but here we are he's way better yeah, I'm uh, I'm jealous of that one, dude, for sure. I think I I I, I feel like he's kind of got to be starting. I mean, maybe not starting, but he's gonna get a huge amount of playing time out in Utah. They're gonna go nuts for him. Um, yeah, it's gotta be the three is, point uh, contest. Yeah. Oh my god, the place is gonna go crazy. Yeah. I mean, he's really come on this year. It's been incredible to see. He's the reason why the Jazz are that good and. Like a like, he was always in trade talks for so long until it finally happened, and like I think he actually is just to be the one that anchors that Jazz team going forward. Yeah, I I'm definitely with you there. Um, all right, so yeah, this is where it definitely gets tough. Um, I think Wait. for my other guard, I'm gonna go with Anthony Simons Ooh. here. I don't. Well, I don't know if he gets selected. I'm going to go with probably not. <laughs> um, but he has actually been 
a very, very consistent playmaker. And I feel like he's a name that like, if we're talking most improved, this is a guy that like, I feel like was always like basketball nerds, like favorite player and getting like a ton of like odd hype for some reason. Um, And then all of a sudden he kind of has just like ballooned and like finally turned into like the real player that everyone's been talking about. So I'm going to go with him. I think it's kind of, it may be kind of an odd pick. Well, I don't think it's a bad pick necessarily, but I have to, I have to question you why him over Dame. Um, you know, I feel like Dame's kind of Dame's kind of old news. I'm I'm kind of just done with him. I'm kind of bored with him. Um, I mean, I think Dame deserves to get slandered a little bit because listen, I I love the guy, but like you're the best player on your team, and you're the like 13th seed in the West or whatever they are. I don't know. He wants to win a title in Portland. He clearly can't do it himself. It's he's not that good. No, I think he might be better than Simons, but. I disagree, I, dude. I think Anthony Simons is. I feel like Dame's gonna get like the legacy votes. He'll probably still be an All Star starter, but he's just kind of he's just kind of boring right now. It's, it's unfortunate. I'm exhausted. I kind yeah, of like it. So now, do we go back to me now because you're finished? Is that how this was work works, or do we move on, or do you pick a bench player? Uh, I still need one more forward. Oh, okay, okay. I'm I'm, um, I'm an idiot. And this one, I think, again, this is going to be kind of a boring pick. I think I'm just going to do it anyway, because if I don't, I think someone else is going to. Um, I'm going with Paul George. I think he has been not as great as the last couple of years, but he's still been fairly consistent. I I don't know if that gets him an all-star vote or not. I don't know. Um, But again, as we were saying, the the forward market is a little bit – dry here so i'm just gonna get him now because i feel like he's like a consistent consistent one player yeah i mean it's hard i mean mean, they're they're in they're in a a bit of an identity crisis right now they're right in the middle but they don't have really have a crisis because they have to win like this is it for them this season and they're gonna start putting it together and paul paul george is gonna get you some points on 2k for sure yeah all right so for my final forward pick I also have a forward to do. <laughs> I'll tell you so who I'm picking, John. Maybe you can doing. So, my heart, I'm not picking. Let's, let's negotiate. If I was picking a player right now for the NBA All Star game, I think I would pick Mikael Bridges right here. I'm not doing it, but I think he deserves it over some of these other forwards who haven't really played many games considering he's been the only player on the Suns to actually be healthy all year, and he's having a career year. He's been awesome. He's shooting over 40% from three. He's been the reason they've been staying relevant, and they're back into the playoff picture because of him. They were below 500 at one point, but I'm not doing it because I'm a sucker, and I just have to do this. He made his triumphant return tonight. He's having the best years of his career. Anthony Davis, you're coming to my squad. I hate it. I hate that I have to do it. But the numbers speak for himself. He's going to, like, as long as he stays healthy for like, the next three weeks, he will be deserving of an all-star spot considering the numbers he's put up. He's played more games than some of these guys. So that's it's just a tough spot, but I got to do it. Yeah, n- not bad. I, I, I just didn't want to. I, I didn't want to go for it. But um, I definitely I, it understand sucks. it. It just absolutely sucks. But yeah. I feel better about it considering he's playing tonight. So I feel like he's back 
in the relevance of the NBA at least. Who would win one on one, him or Anthony Simons? Probably Simons. <laughs> I don't think Anthony Davis is built to win one on one. You've become your own villain tonight, Steve. I'm picking. Hey, I'm picking with the head, not the heart. Like I said, heart is Mikael Bridges, but I'm not doing that. John, John do you think if you offered, Steve would swap teams with you? <laughs> I know, right? I think I have like your ideal team, but maybe not after this because I still have one forward spot. Let's see after this, Stephen. I think I have to do this. I just don't know what else to do with forward. And I almost want to ask you guys, not if, but can I do this? I'm going to go with Kawhi. He's been playing. No, that's fine, yeah. He's, He's back, back and hasn't been incredibly impressive, but it's still Kawhi and the Clippers have been a bit better recently, and they're kind of back to the middle of the pack. So I'm going to finish out my starting team with Kawhi Leonard, making my team at the guard spots, Curry and Darren Fox, LeBron, Kawhi, and the young Triple J just rounding things out. Yeah, and I, I think it's fair because I think all three of our last picks kind of don't deserve to be there because they've been hurt all year. But they've been good when they've played. And they're all healthy right at this current moment. So I feel good about all of our last picks. I think it's part of this pod. Is sometimes you got to stretch. Yeah, also, none, none of them will be. None of them all are right. going to be starters. So, no. um, all right. I, I think what we'll do is let's just go back around same snake way. So, John, get you can take your one guard forward and utility players. Let's see my one guard. Right back in the West. Ugh. I mean, this really wouldn't count, but. Actually, no, I'm, I'm proud of this one. I'm going to go with this. Okay. You guys can see the, the wheel spinning a bit for doing this live. But I'm going to go with Desmond Bain. Good one. I'm, I'm kind of jealous of that one. He should have – he really almost like was a, a starter or an all-star player last year. I mean, he should have won most improved player over John Morant last year. That was ridiculous. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm, I'm like you said, I'm happy with that. I think he's really contributed. It was sad when he got a little hurt for a bit, but – now that the Grizz are at full power, it's awesome to see. Yeah, I can't go wrong there. Yeah, I'm, I'm with that one. I, I mean, I'm just going to go Dame. Like I, That's fine. I'm, I'm glad you did so I don't have to. I'm going to stop slandering his name. I'm going to say he at least deserves to be in the All-Star game. I think he's going to be on the cusp, so he's going to make my team here. This is this is like when, like, freaking Kyle Juszczyk is constantly in the Pro Bowl because, like, <laughs> NBA, NFL fans can't even name another fullback. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So I think here. I now I'm gonna I'm gonna list some players who uh, I'm a little bit disappointed by, uh, but I'm gonna put them in here anyway. I think Ant Edwards, um, probably gets in here, even though I I think he he hasn't really lived my expectations as much. He's still a really good player. He hasn't he just hasn't fulfilled that. Uh, Things, the division that I saw in the playoffs last year. So I'm going to still put him in on my team, even though I don't absolutely love it. He, I mean, I feel like, again, I'm slandering him. He's like the only part of the Timberwolves that like actually has been like even worthy of any well, he, sort of attention. I think he's been keeping them afloat because Rudy Gobert sucks. Cat's been hurt. The only reason they are where they are right now is because he's been awesome and the rest of their team has got awful. So I, I actually like that pick a lot. I think I had him on my original all-star ballot as my 13th guy, like the one who just got left off on the West. But, I mean, I think he deserves a spot, especially when we're in this tough crunch right now. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, and then my other one, I'm going to take the only other forward I think is worth a shit right now and just get this out of the way. Um, I already picked his teammate. I think it's good to have his little uh, scoring running, running mate here. I mean, how sick would it be just to see the Jokic uh, pick and roll lobs to Aaron Gordon in the playoffs? I, I mean, in the uh, in the All Star game. And like- again, he, it's he said he'd do it if if he made the All Star team, he would do the dunk contest. So, all things to consider. I kind of respect that pick. He's had a breakout season and a real big. I mean, there, we always talk about like, oh, the the top teams in the East and West they deserve a few All Stars. Well, if you have that logic, Aaron Gordon definitely deserves a spot. Hundred percent. Uh, right, for me, Steve. for one of my utility spots, I'm going to drop a spot for C.J. McCollum, the head of the NBA Players Association, uh, just a man of the people. Is that why you picked him? <laughs> yep. Uh, but also just <laughs> the, uh, the, I mean, the four seed in the West, the Pelicans have been awesome all year. Zion's a big reason for that. But he's been out for a while now. Brandon Ingram hasn't played all year, basically. And CJ McCollum's had awesome numbers. He's been awesome ever since he got there. And I think he's just been an awesome an awesome player for them and a big reason why they've stayed relevant and stayed atop the conference this far. All right, John. You're up. Hmm. Going back and forth. There's really slim pickings. Can we all admit that at this point? Yeah, this is this is where it gets uh getting desperate. Oh. All right, before I go desperate, desperate, I'm going to go Brandon Ingram. I, right. I have one more that I only think is going to get picked that I'm saving for myself. I hope it's not picked. But this is one that I can still justify a bit. They're playing an absolutely complete game of basketball right now. They're a full and complete team, and Ingram has just been – I don't think he's been better than he usually is this year, but he's been – one of the top players in the NBA. Is he a top 10? No, but he's a, he's a top-tier talent. That we, I'll, I'll give him the John Osborne all-star, all-star seal. <laughs> All right, not bad. I, I don't hate it. Uh, I, I think, again, how, however much he plays, I wonder if he is going to be able to make the team. It, I feel like the whole thing with him was like a little bit weird with his injury. It seems like he's kind of dictated. He's yeah. going like the Ben Simmons route where he's like, I'll kind of play when I feel like it. Yeah, he did just come back today, so it fits our uh... – Davis narrative. Yeah, exactly. He has barely played all year, but I mean, he's been awesome when he has played. So it's a fair pick at that point. Um, and then wait, so you have two picks, right, John? So I'm going back. Oh God, that's that's not what I wanted. Wanted (laughs) our time. I have another guy in mind, but this would be bad because it's like another player that's barely played. Let's think a bit more before I roll this out. Well, he has to have played more than Brandon Ingram, so I think it's. <laughs> I'm gonna go Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> oh, actually, I don't know if that's true. Yeah, he's my. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so are, can you just state: Are you playing for like the win in two K? Are you playing for people who could actually like make the All Star team? Playing for the win in two K at this point, I can't lie. <laughs> I'm gonna lock it in. It's a respectable strategy. Andrew Wiggins, I mean, I hate the guy. I, it seems like he'll make the team. Like, on John's end, but he made it last year for no reason. It was annoying. Right. He was good last year. He was, he, but, like, he wasn't. 
And that's why he was, and that's why he's making it on this hypothetical team. It's because that's what's left. He gets the legacy vote. Yeah, like he's getting the Dame treatment. Yeah, I'm proud Jesus. of it. That's horrible. <laughs> Jesus, that's horrible. Yeah, that's horrible. <laughs> All right, well, John, get some thinking because you still got we got one more pick uh, coming back up. All right, Steve. So you also, got a four. I I'm actually no, I, I, I gotta be done right. Why no, I I typed in the group chat. I. I, I before this podcast started, we originally had it for three reserves, and I I came to you guys with this proposal. I completely screwed up the math. By the way, I was yeah no it. you yeah I, like, I was like yeah this is perfect. I was like wait a minute. It got to a point where I was like I did not have these guys on my all star roster. This is a Steve mistake. This is our last uh, run through here. That was the original plan. Just three reserves. It can't be four. Yeah, all right, so John Steve, can't you're... make another pick. I can't save another basketball player. Oh my god, this is so funny. <laughs> John's like, John's like, is Vince Carter still around? Maybe he'll get to like a legacy vote. He in the league? Can he come out? That's true. There was the year they they sent like Dirk and Chris Bosh or something, didn't they? I'm sure Tracy McGrady's around. <laughs> yeah, can I? I'll just. Oh my god. He, he's like, I got nothing better to do. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll play. Oh, John says so. Yeah, the last spot I'm gonna say. Is uh, I'm just gonna give it to Bridges because I said it, he deserves it. I'm gonna give him my forward spot <laughs> off the bench, and I could have went Devin Booker, but I just refuse. I'm not going that route. John just went down. Yeah, I, I'm. I actually, I'm curious to see how many games if Booker has played any more than Wiggins. I I checked and he did, so I could have went. He che- he printed English <laughs> played 15 games this year. John <laughs> I think Andrew Wiggins got named an all-star in real life. He might be like, I can't take this. It's the opposite of last year. He was was a starter last year. Oh, my God. I will not accept this. It'd be a disgrace to the game. Close it out, Riley. We got to move on. All right. I'm picking, uh, I guess, Jeremy Grant. I'm, like, loaded up with, like, mid-Blazers players. But he's actually been pretty decent. He has. <laughs> you are the Blazers. You, just, you don't have Dame, but you just went with Grant and Simons. You know what? I'd rather do that. I, I I'll be honest. I, I would rather. You know what? It, it's like it's like when you're um when you're drafting like a bunch of receivers in fantasy football instead of like the mid quarterback. I got like CD and Schultz and didn't yeah, take Jack. All right, but yeah, that those are our teams. We want to read them back real quick for everybody, and then move on. After yeah, math botch. Good thing we did not do everyone do roll call. Thank God. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I I have my list here. So my team, my two starting guards are John Moran and Freddie Simons, uh, and my three starting forwards are Nikola Jokic, Zion Williamson, and Paul George. With my three guys off the bench being Ant Edwards, Aaron Gordon, and Jeremy Grant. Actually, when you read it back, I'm I'm happy with that team. Your team sounds good compared to mine. <laughs> All right. Well, then... your team's good, John. It's just that they play basketball this year. Then Steve, Steve, <laughs> Steve's team had uh, his two starting guards were Luka Doncic and Shea Gilgis-Alexander, with his forwards being DeMontis Sabonis, Laurie Markkinen, and Anthony Davis. And then off the bench, Dame Lillard, Mikhail Bridges, and CJ McCollum. John, John's team had his two starting guards were Steph Curry and De'Aaron Fox. His three starting forwards were LeBron, Triple J, and Kawhi. 
And then off the bench, Desmond Bain, Brandon Ingram, and Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> Bain's the one justifiable one. And then they get less and less justifiable. Hey, what are you going to do? We we had some pickings. I think, I don't know if it was the same way for you guys, but I think the 12 first players drafted off the board were all 12 of my all-stars. I think the West is actually pretty easy for the top 12, like who's going to be on the team this year, if you ask me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is why I, we need to go ahead and try to build it together. Exactly. Now the East is where things get interesting. I actually think this is going to be a ton of fun. Yeah. Um, great. So, knowing this, I, I, you know what? I didn't really want, I didn't really want this pick because I feel like again I'm, I'm going to be like Steven and I'm like, should I go with my head or should I go with my heart? I don't know, but I feel like, I feel like I got to do Giannis. As my starter. Wait, I'm going to call timeout on the play. Shouldn't John get to go first here? Oh, uh, yeah. That's a good point. Uh, I feel like you point. shouldn't just get the best player in each conference. What do you mean? I, it's a snake draft. Well, yeah, but now the snake reset. Oh, uh, okay. You know what? That You know what? That's fair. I'll accept that. I'll accept that. All right. John, how do you feel? I mean, I make, I, I making it for Ingram. <laughs> yeah, to make up for Ingram, I'm going with someone who's my favorite player, my favorite team. He had an absolute great show out in the NBA Finals last year. It's incredible to see him get only better this year. It's Jason Tatum. Wow. Okay. Did you do that to spite me? Yeah. I, I did that to spite just a bit. No, truly, that's in my little my my little note on my iPhone 10. I have Jason Tatum at the top. And then, and then in parentheses, it's just the middle finger emoji with <laughs> Riley next to it. Right, right next to your phone number. Right here, buddy. Of oh, yours, John just taking both of our favorite players. This this is this is his strategy. Yeah. The villain draft. I can't. I think I would bet some serious couple dollars. I'm gonna win the 2K draft. Yeah, yeah but like you're you're freaking cheating. You're just like <laughs> picking good players, but they're not actually playing. <laughs> well, I guess right. I guess Tatum is actually playing. <laughs> yeah, he's right. playing great. All right, Steve. Yeah, there's no argument there. Uh, now this is a tough spot. I'm gonna go ahead and pick Giannis just because I don't want Riley to get him anyway. And (laughs) he's just, Riley said all I needed to say about him. He's, he's the best player in the league. That's it. Still. Yeah. It's, it's crazy how good he he still is. Um, I I feel like I didn't really talk about Tatum. I'm still riding relatively high. He had a pretty bummer game against Miami yesterday where he kind of, kind of messed the whole thing up. Um, But he's still great. Still love that guy. I think he generally is MVP too. I would love that. I'm I'm hoping. Hope he's finals MVP at the end of this. Yeah. Um all right. For my first pick, I'm gonna go with one of the players who I, I think everyone here knows. Not exactly one of my favorites, but at the same time, I can't deny how well he has played. And it seems like it's finally all sort of coming together around him and he's playing a, a little bit more aggressively than normal. And that's Joel Embiid. Um, he has still, he's actually he's been playing, playing a decent amount. He, we, we haven't, we haven't really seen him take his, like his injury uh, luck the same way that Davis has. He's currently uh, averaging 34 points a game and he's just, I don't know where it consistently, consistently, um, getting to the free throw line as he always does. So um I don't know. I'd be remiss not to pick him. But yeah, after, 
after a slow start, he uh really has picked picked it back. I mean, we all kind of saw it. It was a slow start, but we're like, he's gonna figure it out, and he has, and he's been a real reason why the Sixers have been awesome this year. They really have. But they've yeah wouldn't think it, but they've been atop the Eastern Conference for a while now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and then I I think with the East, it's kind of funny because I feel like what we were saying is the the much like the uh the West, the guard position is very very deep here um however i think there's one clear number one pick and then a bunch of guys below him this guy's definitely the old star uh starting guard in the east donovan mitchell do we have a moment i don't know we've had a donovan mitchell moment on this pod yet he this is his best season by far and this pod usually goes crazy over this man and he he, you know what many people on this pod said when he got the fuck out of Utah, he was going to turn it back on because nobody wants to play with Rudy Gobert. This was predictable. There was there was talks in the end of last year like, oh, is this it? Is this the best we can see out of Donovan? Maybe this is just who he is. They were all do, so wrong. Do, do, do you think, like, Donovan Mitchell has, like, a secret text thread with Ann Edwards and he's like, <laughs> hey, man, I've been in your situation. Just keep doing what you're doing and we'll get you out of there one day. Probably. She might. She might. Not not a terrible comparison. I like that. Yeah, I see that a lot. But I mean, I mean, Mitchell averaging like twenty nine a game. He consistently is just popping off, um, and just he's playing all the time too. I think that's another big thing for him. Um, I I love watching him, and I think it, it's incredible to see how much he's like elevated his game. Um, I'm definitely definitely happy for him. Just such and, a such a good fit in Cleveland too. Him being back in Utah is going to be pretty fun too. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Kind of a cool spot for it. I'm excited. Yeah. All right. So All right, my pick. <clears throat> this is tough. I was hoping I'd be able to get Donovan here, but Riley's an asshole. So <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I'm really surprised that this guy fell to me. It's an easy forward pick. It's one of the most deserving forward picks you could have in NBA All Star Game history. I'm going Jonathan Isaac. I mean, the guy's 2-0 and as a starter. He's undefeated since he's been back. The Magic are unfathomably better ever since he's been back. They beat Boston. He's only played a few less games than Brandon Ingram. Yeah, he's played <laughs> He's played, a, he's played like eight minutes a game. He's been awesome. Uh, but no, I'm picking uh, Kevin Durant. Um, I just didn't want to really talk about him. So that was my little spiel. I'm picking Durant. Obviously, he's hurt right now. Probably, I don't know if he'll be back in time for the game or not, but he's definitely still going to be on the roster. And it really would have been interesting, all-time interesting, for the voters or whoever to have had to choose between Tatum, KD, and Bede and Giannis for those three spots. I'm kind of upset it didn't end up playing out that way. But in this scenario, he gets to start because, I mean, he deserves it. He's having an MVP-type season. He's been awesome all year. I, I wonder. I wonder if him missing some time right around the voting, when voting gets really heated, if it, he's not going to be able to be a captain like he normally is. I wonder if it's going to be honest. That would be interesting. I just want it to be different. I'd be cool if he didn't become a captain. But but you know what's funny? Like, wasn't Giannis like the what the captain the one year that he wasn't? Yeah, it was. Hilarious. I think it was a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> God, how great would it be if it was Giannis <laughs> and Jokic? Awesome. Yeah, this is just clouding out of the entire time. Jokic is like, I don't even know where the camera is. <laughs> yeah, Alex is just ripping dad jokes. I'm all uh, about man. it. Yeah, I, I mean, was... Durant, Durant's a surefire pick. That's a good one. I feel like this Nets team is actually starting to form a defensive identity, which 
they never really were known for in the past. Like KD in particular is really starting to stack up on defense. All right, John. Here, here's your uh, second pick. Second pick. Let's just go ahead and get out of the way. Let's suck the poison out. We don't like to talk about this team. I have to pick. I have to pick Kyrie Irving. It's disgusting, but I really How have. Can you live with yourself. I I have been picking a lot of players who've been playing basketball so far, so I should pick someone who's been playing games when he usually never does. He's actually been holding down the fort, surprisingly, in Katie's absence. And just being that talent that he always gets credit for being. So, got a pencil in Kyrie. Yeah, I mean, he definitely deserves a spot. I, out of principle for the second year in a row, just refused to even put him on my all-star team. But that's because <laughs> I'm in charge and I'm not picking him. But that's the right thing to do. Yeah, I think that's the uh, that's definitely a good pick. Um, all right, John, what's your, what's your second one? This is really tough. I'm currently between two guys. I feel like I might be able to slide and get one later. It just feels right. I, don't know. For... <laughs> I know this has been a blast. We should do drafts. What else can we draft? Let's draft more things. We draft everything. Halloween <laughs> ghouls. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas spirits. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. There's a whole. It's been a whole series of things that we've come up with starting fives that were never even recorded. So, all of our fans. That's. That's just to be continued. But for now, I'm going to go with Tyrese Halliburton at my second guard spot. Yeah, that's a good one. That's the right I place. just think he made such a leap and is the reason why the uh, Patriots are playing so well. And he cemented himself as a player that's going to mean a lot in the NBA for a long time to come. I feel we talk about this a lot with the NFL, but particularly with our favorite league, the NBA, it's so cool to see someone come into the league that we've gotten to see their whole game start to come together. It's I just feel, feel proud watching Tyrese. Yeah, if you, it's insane that we're even talking about the fact that him and Sabonis are sh- both should be starting in the All-Star game, I think, which is crazy. Maybe, maybe not starting, but... I think Halliburton should start, honestly, and I think Sabonis very well could. I think they both... It's just the fact that that's even possible and being talked about is crazy to me. Yeah, no, you're right. It's totally, totally nuts. Um, but, I mean, I just love watching him. He... I watched... Uh, one of the the games that I watched when I was home for uh, the holidays was he him playing and just absolutely cooking Celtics, and it was actually a ton of fun to watch. I I really do love just watching him pass. He's, he's, he's good at like, everything, shooting, he's, passing, defense. Yeah, no, he's just great. I, and you know what? I love seeing like him in a system where they kind of just give him the keys. And I love seeing him on the East Coast too, where I don't feel like I have to go to bed after each game. Yeah, yes. and he. That's interesting too make even more of a case for him uh then the Pacers were playing the Knicks and they were like 24 and 21 I want to say and he got hurt in that game and hasn't played for like a couple weeks he'll be back soon but they've only lost like eight games in a row since he got hurt and they're now like out of the playoff picture and it just shows how good he is and how important he is for sure for sure Uh, so yeah that was gonna be my pick good pick John um and I'm glad I get to do this so Riley doesn't (laughs) I'll take Jalen Brown as one of my guard spots. I, I mean, I, it's the right pick. Yeah, I I wanted Halliburton. I was going to say you get to have him, but I'm taking Jalen now. And, I mean, I think he was the last elite guard left, so I'm happy to have him. Yeah, I mean, he should have been a uh, an all-star starter last year. Um, yeah. It, but then he got injured, so it's unfortunate. We'll say he is technically listed as a as a forward but he plays all of his time at guard, so I think that's that's fine. 
I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go full Bill Simmons on you. Well, Bill Simmons himself says he, he should be a guard. Tatum, no, but Jail Brown. Tatum shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. I'm gonna go with another player who it definitely is deserving of being in this position, but I just find him so ungodly boring. Um, Pascal Siakam. And as one of yeah. my forwards, he, he's definitely a lock. He's like keeping that again, much like Halbert, and keeping that entire team afloat from being just a trash fire. Um, he actually has like come, come to life a little bit. Um, is he a flashy player? No. In fact, some might say he's relatively kind of disappears on the screen even when you're watching him. But um, I think he definitely is deserving of the spots. He's one of those guys who are like, wow, that guy got like 29 or 30 tonight and like, Seven rebounds, like what happened there? He's he's playing pretty well. Yeah, he's the only reason they're still relevant. Yeah, there's literally. like a stat. It's similar in the vein of what I was talking about with Halliburton. Siakam plays, I think, like 37 minutes a game, and when he's off the court in those 11 minutes, the Raptors are just like the worst team in the NBA, and that's why they lose every game. So it's tough. He's awesome. Yeah. Um, and then I guess just out of revenge. Um, I wasn't really planning on doing this, and then Asshole. Steve just kind of made me mad. No, uh, I'm not. I'm not going to take who who you think I'm going to take. Oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Bam here. Oh, that, no. that, that does still make me mad, but not as mad. Um, I I he was going to be on my list um anyway, but then when I watched him play the Celtics yesterday, and he he beat them all through the offense flowing through well, he, him. He is Oliver. the Celtics and Jason Tatum's daddy. That is confirmed. I thought Steph was, you said. And, well, and, and, and I, thought, I thought Jonathan <laughs> Isaac was as well. And Jonathan. How many fathers? How many fathers? It's, like, it's a three men and a baby situation we got going on here. Um, yeah, I'm going to go. I mean, he still is continuously, like, he continues to surprise me. And he does really step up and, and fit a role when they need to, when he is forced to kind of take a back seat and just – be there for defense and grab boards. He continues to do that. And when they need to have the offense flow through him, like we saw in the Easter Conference Finals or the other night, they can do that too. He he continues to be a consistently great player. No, he's he's the I fucking love him. He's awesome. I think he's going to be a defensive player of the year candidate by when it's all said and done too. He always he always says that. He's like, oh, well, I should have been it, but then I got hurt. And then, yeah. Well. He still annoys me. I, I hate the Heat. I really do. But he's awesome. The Heat have been like pretty good lately. Yeah, but they're they're just annoying. Like I, I felt that way when I was watching it last night. I'm like, you know what? Like I just don't want to lose a regular season game to the Miami Heat. Like they just pick me off. I hate Tyler Hero and like the rest of this crew. That's so funny. I love it. All right. Um, Steve, your pick. Sorry, John, but Jalen Brunson will be on my squad for this all star selection. I can live with that. And he, I think, is the next deserving guard in my eyes. He yeah, has single-handedly turned around this Knicks team. He's turned around Julius Randle, who in his own right should be on one of our teams at some point. And he is the reason the Knicks are good. He's the best point guard I think the Knicks have ever had, at least in my time as a fan. And watching him control the offense, the ball in his hands in the last final minutes of the game, there's no one I'd rather have the ball in their hands at this point. And it's just awesome to watch what he does and control our offense, and I'm just so happy and couldn't have been so wrong about the signing of him. I can't stress how wrong I was in the offseason about it, but it's negated by how right I was about how they should have gotten Donovan Mitchell, so it's fine, but <laughs> it's oh, he's just so awesome. 
when you're not when you're wrong about one thing and right about another, you're just there. Exactly. So, <laughs> I agree with you on that, man. We're no, tampering. <laughs> it's been so. I, I would tamper. I would do it all over again. He's been huge in the clutch, and it's amazing to see how much an effective point guard changes your whole team. That's what value is. Charlie Brown. Yeah. Yeah. No. Good. It's a good pick. I. I. I wanted him as well, and. It's funny to see him like emerge, like because it's like he looked pretty good last year, but like he he's taken like, I would honestly say he's a real contender for most improved player, like from Should where be. he was to where he is now. Incredible. That player that dropped like I think it was like forty something in the playoffs against Luke or uh, when Luca was out. Like that's just who he is. Like it's not yeah. like that was just a breakout. Like that's just him. Just crazy. You learn who guys are in the playoffs. I think you can base a lot of it off of it. Yeah, for sure. All right, John. So I have to fi- I have to finish up my starting five before going to like utility guard or utility forward, right? Correct. Um, I, I guess you don't really have to, but I don't mean to try to game this, but it's okay. I don't even have a center yet, and it's one of my favorite players to watch and my one of my favorite league pass teams. I'm gonna lock in Jared Allen, center. Okay. I think he just anchors things down and provides such an identity to that team. With the way he can run and move and defend all different types of players on the court, his rebounds are extremely high. He gets it all done, and I think when he's not on the court, they look like a different team. Yeah, I think that's a that's a solid pick. It, it's funny because I, I I agree. I feel like he's kind of it, it. It was supposed to be like he he was kind of like gonna be there for in the short term, and then Mobley is gonna like slowly take over, but. I feel like Allen's kind of maintained the um yes. the big man position. I feel like I haven't seen the same thing from Mobu. I think we all kind of expected Mobu to be here at this point. Yeah, I think they're both just so awesome that like neither of them can shine fully, fully. Jared Allen, I think, is the more of a like lockdown presence down low, which is why you see the numbers that he gets, and he's awesome, like you said. Uh, whereas Mobley, I think, is more perimeter oriented and can guard on the perimeter. So they both just do awesome things. I love both of them. They're both such good players. Oh, yeah. And then you got another pick. Then right after that, fucked up. I don't want to stretch into, I can't believe I'm doing this mode already. I feel like it's, it's a little bit of a boring pick, but it fits right in to complete out my starting five. I'm going to go ahead and fire up Jimmy Butler. I was okay. considering him. I don't, I don't mind that pick at all. Yeah. got to do it. Again. Like he's anchoring this Heat team. He's getting his – the way he can just get to the line, like such a veteran player that he is, goes ahead and provides this team with enough points. You know, night after night, he just goes out and gets his. And there's something to be said, too, but all the little things he does. And that's why the Heat are still in contention. It's why, you know what, even when they were as far down in the standing as they are, it's always like, wow, I'm afraid of these guys when it comes to the playoffs. I think he's still providing enough of an identity for that team to be worthy of an all-star selection. Yeah, I, I think this is kind of like when I um when I picked Paul George. It, it's like, have they done right. anything to like really blow you away this year? No, but like they're just consistently who they are. Exactly. He, he, he hasn't dropped off from how he was last year. Has he gotten they better? They too, which is like good for Jimmy. I feel like he sometimes can slack off or get hurt. But he's been relatively healthy all year. Yeah, for 100%. sure. Good pick. All right. Um, for my last starting spot, uh, I need to ask for permission. I think I should be okay with uh, doing this. Would you guys be okay 
if for one of my forwards, I either have Jalen Brown or DeMar DeRozan playing small forward, I feel like that's fair. No, oh, yeah. because I was going to pick DeMar DeRozan as my other guard. Oh, so then I'm definitely doing it. Because uh, Zach Levine starts at shooting guard, DeMar DeRozan starts at small forward. So DeMar DeRozan makes my roster uh, my starting spot. Uh, obviously, the Bulls have not been good this year, but it's not because of him. He's been awesome again this year. Still clutch, the king of the mid-range. There's only so much you could say about him because he's not as good as last year, but that's not a knock on him because he was so awesome last year. Uh, but I think he might be on edge of all-star territory this year. I think he still might sneak in, but in this case, he's starting for me. Yep, I'm uh, a little bit ticked off about that. Um, cause now I'm just, now I'm in the list of guards that I'm like, I just don't want to have any of these guys anywhere near any team because I don't want to give them any ring endorsement. There's a pick, you know, you have to make it. Yeah. I, if I had yeah. a guard spot left. I would have taken them, but I... uh, I'm going to take Darius Garland here for my other oh, position. Oh, you asshole. That's not who I thought you were going to pick. God damn it. No, I'm trying to bait you with somebody else. I'm stuck. I'm trying to bait you with somebody else because I want to go. No, I'm, Steve, uh, you stole my number. Text me. <laughs> no, I'm I'm going full uh, he on this one. Yeah, Garland. I think while well, he's kind of taken the backseat to Mitchell, obviously he's kind of had to. Um, I haven't seen I haven't seen him decrease his play from last year by any means. If anything, I, I think it's impressive to see that even though he's kind of moved back from the number one option over the number two, he's still been very, very consistent to how he was. So, um, yeah, I'm going to, I'm very happy with having him there. And I, um, yeah, yeah, I feel like, uh, look at that. I have the two starting Cleveland guards as my two starting guards. I love um, that pick, man. He's one of my favorite players in the league. He plays a really selfless game. It's amazing that he could, after blowing up the way he did last year and almost winning, most improved players still be so effective and give up the rock to share, like to shorten his usage rate for Donovan Mitchell. That's like not something that gets like broadcasted enough. Love that yeah. pick. And then for my first spot off my bench, I'm going to take my forward spot and I'm taking Julius Randle um, oh, on this one. No. I, I mean, you guys know I've never given up on him. I've been DMing him <laughs> oh, for a very, very long I mean, I time. I should have the right. You guys shouldn't be allowed to pick him. Um. Yeah, and I yeah I I've just consistently seen great things from. Never ever lost faith in him as a player. Don't let the tape fool you. I've constantly been a fan. Um, but in all seriousness, I mean, I think he's played very very well. And having a floor general like Bronson Bronson has elevated his game in such a way that, um, what we saw two years ago shows it's not an anomaly. And he really really can play. Um when he doesn't have to be the entire uh, engine of the offense. Um, so I, I think he definitely de- deserves to be back here in some fashion, and I think he will be. He's been better this year than he was when he was originally an All-Star two years ago. He's shooting it better. He's been a better teammate. He's yeah. been awesome this year. I can't – I never – He's dominated in January. Yeah, I've never lost faith. I'm only yeah, yeah, and I, I think it, if, all else fails, if all else fails, I can just thank him for having one of the best seasons in Knicks history. I, I have DMs to prove it. I was the only Julius Randle fan left in the, in New York uh, before this year. But I actually said on this podcast last year, and I said, I think he's going to take a huge step back, and you guys were like, no way. You're too late with that. Yeah. Um. All right, now is your turn, Steven. 
Okay, so for, for my first uh, bench spot, I'm going with a guard here. I think there's two guards who it's between. I assume John is going to take the other one if I don't take one. I think I had both guys actually left off my East All-Star roster altogether, uh, but that's just personal reasons. Uh, I don't like either of these guys really that much. Uh, but I'm going to go with James Harden here. Uh, I respect him a little bit more than the other guy yeah. I was thinking of and the season he's having. I think James Harden's been pretty freaking good this year when he's yes. healthy. Yeah. And he's healthy now, so it makes me feel a little bit better about the pick. Um, I mean, he's averaging 11.2 uh, assists. I don't know if that leads the league, but it's definitely near the top. He's shooting it near 40% from three. He's back to where he used to be from three. He's not turning the ball over as much as he has in the past few years. I wouldn't say he's back to like his prime, but he's definitely – I've enjoyed him more this year than I have. And I think, Riley, we've talked about that too. Just like, he looks more fun and more like a fun teammate this year than he has for the past few years. Yeah, and I mean, like, you can say that, like, he fell off because he's not averaging, you know, like, 38 points a game or whatever he was, like, in his, like, Houston, like, dribbling the air out of the ball era, but you're right, like, he's definitely become a more fun player to play with, and I, those are the kind of players that I like to see in the, in the All-Star game. Yeah, Yeah. Um, I I was trying to get you to bait and take him so I could get Garland, but it's alright. Nah, dude, yeah, you know my stance on Harden, I I, I wouldn't do that. Um, Yeah, I mean, he's... I, even though he, he may have lost a step in terms of like overall speed, he's still again playing very very well. And yeah, yeah, he yeah he deserves definitely deserves. The original game. formation of my team, I had him as my thirteenth man, man left out, but replacing KD or Halliburton if they didn't play, so I gave him a little bit of respect there. But I just I couldn't do it this year. All right, John. Kills me to have not be able to get Garland. I can't believe he slipped as far as he did, and I love that Harden pick. I think he's been a really selfless player. It's it's been. It's like uh, it's like Ozzy and Sopods. Like, okay. you know, those guys really struggle, but like, wow, he's kind of fun right now. Um, that, that's for a specific type of fan. But I'm gonna go with Trey Young again. Yeah. Not super proud Ooh. of this pick, but you just kind of have to. He is not playing a brand of basketball that is leading the Atlanta Hawks to win games, but he is still playing at an All Star level. He absolutely feasts in a pick and roll defense and is destroying teams on a night to night and is a really important player in this league and does deserve. A bench spot. Yeah, he was the other guy I was between between him and Harden. I just I just don't respect Trey Young's year this year. Like you said, you just have to in this spot. I kinda hope he gets left off the real team though. I he didn't might. Have he really might. Did you guys have him on your like actual teams? I didn't. No, I never towards the bottom, he misses it, yeah. I really hope he doesn't make it. He's a reserve. A little humble. If you're a utility on any three of our teams, you don't make it. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't even know. Would you rather have Anthony Anthony Simons or Trey Young on your on your team right now? Close, but I will I go Trey Simons. He's... I'd rather have Simons. Trey Young, a fun guy. Trey Young again. I mean, not to take away from any of your pick because yeah, you're right. He's having a pretty strong season. He's averaging twenty seven a game. Um, his teammates like flat out hate him. Like that isn't even like something like yeah. we're hiding. Like they all don't like him. His coach hates him. Um. And I don't know what it is, it's, but it's definitely his fault, whatever it is. I really, I, I, I don't really um, wish great things for him. He's, he really has become like the new Harden of the league. It's funny because everyone was like, he's going to be the new Steph Curry. He really just has become like the new Harden. <laughs> never has. He's, he never looks like he's having fun himself. You know, he's just always pissed off. I do kind of like, I like the villain tray, but like villain tray against like your friends isn't like nice. <laughs> 
Yeah. No. It's funny when it's against like the Knicks. It's like John when Rob played in All Stars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. John Collins, I think, would play for the Wizards. John Collins is dying to get off that team. <laughs> All right, and then you got you got another pick here. I'm gonna go ahead and use up another one of my um well so it's utility guard, which I put in a tray. Utility four. Utility and a four were left. Let's be fun. Let's be fun here, guys. Not not that we have been having fun, but I'm gonna go ahead and throw in Apollo Benchero. That was that was actually my next pick. I was gonna Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it. I feel like the, the Magic are no by no means contending, but they've been frisky and he's just like far and above the rookie of the year. And when you have that distinction, I feel like you are worthy of a <laughs> of a snake drafts version of, of uh of an all star spot. He's been impressive. He's been everything we've hoped we, we could hope for him and more. Yeah, I think that's a a good pick. The original um, podcast on Paolo. Yeah, we've we've been there since the beginning. That was that was when we were like the, at our most like analysis. We were like, oh man, like all the stuff he can do on the court. It yeah, literally made it fun to watch. And look at this. I mean, not like we should we should be patting ourselves on the back because like everyone was like, oh yeah, this guy should probably be a top three pick. But we were like, yeah, well, he's like the best one. <laughs> no, we were like Jabari Smith. Who we were all like, we were like, this is obviously that guy. And we no, do we have a couple things. I I honestly a really quick quick sidebar. I just want to pat ourselves on the back. Something we've had a podcast since the Suns have just absolutely slid. We've been anti Suns since they got good in like the middle of the twenty twenty season. Yeah, we've been anti Suns forever. Amen. Amen. Fuck them. All right, and then you go, Stephen. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Also, I have a forward spot and a utility spot left. The forward, I'm just going to save because that could just be anybody. There's no one. Paolo is my fun pick as well. I don't think there's anyone that truly deserves it. So I'm going to pick a guard I actually truly think deserves it over some of these guys. There's the losers out there. I'm just going to slander Riley's pick in advance, like Riley Beal and Zach Levine, in case he needs to pick one of them. I I, I would never. How dare you? I feel like you still might. Uh, but I'm not picking them because, I don't know, I feel like Chris Middleton – always gets this fucking spot when he doesn't deserve it because and you know what he hasn't been around this year he hasn't helped Giannis Drew Holiday has Drew Holiday's been awesome I love that amazing on defense I'm giving the spot to him over those other useless guards who don't play defense and are on 12 seeds give me Drew Holiday any day over them that's no that's 100% the the right pick here um yeah he's been he's been absolutely great and he's like the second guy they feed the offense to him, and he's actually steps up in the moments this year that he really hasn't the last few years. So yeah, I'm happy with that one. I love it. Um, all right, for my, I'm gonna go with my utility spot because this is the only one I actually feel like confident in, and that this is someone who I'm listening actually should be an all star. Um, I know everyone hates him, um, but I think Porzingis has been playing like an all star. He will not make it. Is he going to get hurt? Yes. Is he going to be playing meaningful basketball in March? No. Um, but at the same time, he has like really held that team afloat, and he actually looks like strong and playing pretty well. I know he he got he got hurt um, a couple earlier this week, but he's still been relatively consistent. I know everyone hates him, but I don't know. I'd rather have him than like Kuzma. Yeah, I agree. I would actually he was going to be. 
he's in that mix for my last forward spot as well. I thought I could just get him pretty easily at the end. I'm glad I don't have to because I hate him. But I think he's played awesome this year. He's looked like he was the unicorn on the Knicks. He's kind of figured it out. He's been very good. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then for my with my last pick for a guard again, as we say, it, it can it's getting a little bit um, a little bit barren here. Um, but I think, God, I really, really, really do not want to take Zach Levine here. You have I really, to. You have to. I, I, <laughs> you I really have to. do have to. I, you I, could take Lonzo Ball. <laughs> Lonzo, I'd rather Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball is the, literally the only player who's played less games than Brandon Ingram. <laughs> I know. Um, God, yeah, I'm taking Zach Levine. Um, he's annoying and not fun to watch. And I really hope he doesn't make this team. <laughs> he's been all he's been like bad this year. Yeah, dude, he hasn't really been good, honestly, ever. He had like I don't know. No. He, I wouldn't. I, I still wouldn't hate if the Knicks could get him on a discount this year. If they could be like, we'll give you like one pick in Obi Toppin, maybe that'd be cool. Oh but my god! Dude, if, if you're if they're riding a like in a honeymoon phase right now. If they got Zach Levine, it would immediately fall apart. Like, really? talk about like a guy who. I don't who, think like, so. I don't think so. I would rather I have Trey Young. I'd rather have Trey Young than Zach Levine. Um, you th- I don't think Zach Levine's a head case like you're making him out to be. Yeah, I just I don't think he's a good basketball player. I think he's um just. I a think ball that hog. I think that's a li- a little over the top. I mean, I agree with you. I was slandering him earlier because I think he deserves it and he hasn't been good this year. Well, then why don't you take him and I'll take Drew Holiday? No, no thanks. <laughs> but right. I think you're being a little too mean. I mean, he's not that bad. He's not like a negative impact player. No, no. But I, I, he's just one of those players where I don't think you'll ever win anything meaningful with him. I don't I, – I don't – I I mean, they, they've done a huge turnaround than they were this year, um, earlier this year. I think a lot of that has been DeRozan oriented. If I'm going to be honest, honest, and I don't know if this is like my personal bias aside or what, but um, at the end of the day, I mean, he's averaging 24 a game, and the Bulls are back to play in contention. So, yeah, I think that's that's okay. it. He's the face of the Bulls. So it's a fair. That's way uh, right. for my last spot in the front court. Uh, I actually feel really good about this pick. I was between Porzingis and this guy. I'm glad I get to pick a player I like better. I'm going Miles Turner here, and mm. it, I'm not a name many people would have expected. And I think people just – it pisses me off. I've been saying it since the beginning of the year. Miles Turner is good, and we're not going to see him get traded for one Lakers pick. He's not – he's better than that, and he's proved it this year. Obviously, Halliburton has been a major, major reason why the Pacers have been relevant, but Miles Turner has – been having the best season of his career with Sabonis out of the lineup. He's averaging 17 and a half points, eight rebounds, two and a half blocks. He's amazing on defense, shooting 40% from three. I actually really like him in this spot. He's not going to make the all-star team, but like he's the type of guy. It's like, he doesn't even get love for defensive player of the year. And I don't get it. I feel like there's just this negative connotation around miles Turner. And I'll never understand why he can play for my team. Any great talks. I love him. Yeah, um, uh, that's that's a good pick. Um, he really has been kind of like an underrated player this year. Playing playing well. The Pacers have a bright future. Benedict Mathurin, not on anyone's team, but that guy's awesome. <laughs> you gonna pick him here? 
All right, so for my next pick, no, I think my next pick is worse than that. Oh, God. Jesus. Why'd you advertise it like that? <laughs> it's horrible. You're going to hate it. But I can defend it somehow. I think I have to go with Nick Claxton. <laughs> I don't hate it, actually. I don't hate it. He's been awesome on defense. I, I do hate him, but I don't yeah. hate the pick. I despise him. That's really strong. It's really rude. Despise him is like... <laughs> That's like, is like if you saw him like getting jumped in an alleyway, you wouldn't do anything. Oh, I, I don't know if I would because like I don't know where I would start. If he's getting jumped, like, huge. That's <laughs> a good point. If if he got jumped in the alleyway, it would probably be smart not to do anything because there's nothing you can do to help him. Yeah, like who is jumping him? Like, he's six eleven, so he's just getting jumped by like Swedish giants. By, by Bam out of bio, honestly. <laughs> He'll get jumped by Bam in the playoffs in the, in the first round. That could be the first round matchup. I hope not. Uh, but he's yeah, he's really turned things. He's he's had a leap this year that I didn't think he had it in him. He's in the defensive player of the year talks right now, and he really is actually like anchoring that Brooklyn defense. He's really versatile on defense, which is something not every great defender can say. He can switch on to anybody. He's actually going out and scoring sometimes too. So and I don't. And if you're gonna go ahead and just kind of, I think I did that with my lat with the with the West team. With somebody, you know, it's it's important to just throw on a good defensive pick. So uh, I'm proud of that pick. I'll lock that in. I don't hate it. Don't hate it at all. There's no one really left, so I respect it. I I, I did want to shout out Brooke Lopez. I honestly thought that he would get picked somewhere, but yeah, I I, I didn't do it. I just I he's been good. He's been fine. I just I I'll never buy it. Like it's it's crazy. I still never believe like this defensive player of the year hype around him. Like why? Whatever. Numbers. I feel like Giannis is like the better defender. Why is Brooke Lopez getting so much love? Whatever. I don't it's fine. Good well, gentlemen, we did it. We we managed to do this without uh, mentioning Kuzma either. So that, that's <laughs> a big pat on the back here. Um well, yeah. all right, so just for a recap, so John's team are uh this his starting backcourt is Kyrie Irving and Tyrese Halliburton. His uh, starting front court is Jason Tatum, Jared Allen, and Jimmy Butler. And then off the bench, Trey Young, Paolo Bancaro, and Nick Claxton. Steve's team, uh, starting backcourt, DeMar DeRozan and Jalen Brunson. His forwards being Giannis Antetokounmpo, Kevin Durant, and Jalen Brown. And then off the bench, James Harden, Miles Turner, and Drew Holiday. My team... Oh my god! I, I, when I look at this on paper, I really hate. I hate the entire thing. <laughs> um, so my two guards are Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland. My forwards are Joel Embiid, Pascal Siakam, and Bam Adebayo. And then off the bench is Zach Levine, Julius Randle, and Kristaps Porzingis. I think every player besides my guards, I actually don't like them, like as players. <laughs> oh. Also, right. you, your team would not make like a real basketball team. It's just like two. It's the Cavs backcourt, and then just a bunch of like big guys. I mean, that is a towering inferno, though. If, yeah, that's true. If you're going up, if anyone's dr- trying to drive on Embiid and Bam, good luck. That's yeah, true. that's true. Um. All right, guys. Well, we did it. So I guess now we'll just we'll put them in this into two K. We'll do like a little tournament going. Um, and we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll get something from Twitter. We'll, we'll do something. We should also uh, we should do like a a thing where to see like who actually drafted the most people on the team. Oh, give each, I like each other a point there. 
I like that idea. That way, we'll, that way, John's picks of Brandon Ingram and uh, whoever else it was get paid. Wiggins. Yeah, Wiggins lost it, that one, but I'll win too. God, I, I actually, I, you know what? It's funny looking at it. Um, I, I do wonder if uh, Kawhi will make the team the more I look at it. The forward is really shallow in the West. It really is tough. And he's been good. Yeah, I feel like he just. I feel like the, the, the whoever picks the team isn't gonna pick him though. I feel like they're just not gonna want Kawhi. I don't know. I had a, I had a question for you guys real quick. Who did you have actually starting in the East backcourt with Donovan? Did you guys both have Halliburton there? I had, I had Tyrese. Um, I actually had Kyrie. Oh wow, interesting. Yeah, maybe maybe that's bias. I didn't want maybe maybe it was reverse bias because I really feel like it should be Jalen, but I didn't want to do that because everyone called me a homer. <laughs> Fair. Mm. Who'd you have, Steve? I had Tyrese too. That's why I was curious. I just he's played a really complete season. I think myself and other members of the media have kind of been focusing on Kyrie recently with KD out. Yeah. Did you find a way? Oh, to oh so, so you're you're saying that I'm not paying enough attention? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Although certain members of the media, <laughs> certain members of the media, you know what? I don't need this from you guys. Who <laughs> the hoop feed does members of the media? Amazing, amazing. This is a lot of fun. Good idea, Riley. Also a blast. Yeah, no, this is this has been fun. Yeah, we'll definitely have to draft some other stuff. Yeah, we'll, we'll do some more drafts. Spins <laughs> on stuff and. Kind of low-key, man. I mean, I was getting into this with Steven off-pod. Like, this was our busy season with the National Football League. Now, that's about to round out. Like, we're about to get into full drive. This is one of the most exciting points of the year with basketball. Once the All-Star game is gone, it's just all pedal to the metal. Trade deadline coming up eventually, too. That's always a lot of fun to see what happens there. Tune in. Uh, the Hoofiens will be back at it. Back at it in full force coming soon. Uh if you have been listening to the network, the football fiends are in full force potting every week, covering the playoffs, the QB rankings, heroes and villains. That's coming in between the uh, Super Bowl and conference finals. One of those weeks, we're actually going to do it. I promise we're going to be on time like we promised last year. Stay tuned. Follow us at Pod, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Two new things I'm throwing in at the end of this pod that I normally don't say. I'm saying subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify or wherever you're listening. Please subscribe. Just like everyone always says, I don't know why I've never said that before, but you should subscribe. It would help. And two, the TikTok is actually coming. I'm going to be posting there all the time. It's breaking out. I I posted at 4.33 a.m. one night. I made a declaration the TikTok is going to blow up. So be ready for that. Follow it. And, yeah, thanks, guys, for joining me. We'll be back probably, I'd say, in like a week, a week or two, right? We'll do another pod, do something for the trade deadline, all-star game or something. Yeah, we'll do something. We'll do something. All right. So catch us then, fellow hoop fiends. Hooped fiend. What did Kevin Lee say? Hoops fiend. Hoops fiend. That's when someone – when you do a, your solo pod, you're just hoops fiend. Hoops fiend, yeah. And then we're the hoop fiends, but I'm hoops fiend. All right, see you guys next week.